Debbie Sue, alongside Edwina, watched the domestic equalizer's new client climb into his pickup and drive away. Then she and her partner walked back into the salon. Edwina began busying herself with permanent rods, dividing them into groups by size and color, a task Debbie Sue knew was a stalling tactic. Waiting for Edwina's gripe to surface, Debbie Sue found a task of her own. She started straightening the objects that sat on her workstation. After several minutes, she could no longer stand the silence. Okay, out with it. I know you're thinking something. Edwina dropped a permanent rod into her tray and crossed her long arms over her flat chest, which was never a good sign. We've never worked for a wife killer before. If he says he killed her, why didn't we ask him how? And when? And why? How come we've never heard anything about it? And how come you told him we'd meet him at his house? Good questions, all. I'm almost positive Rachel Sadler died in a car accident. Hearing Justin say he had killed her had me so stunned I lost my train of thought. Meeting at his house just fell out of my mouth before I gave it thorough consideration. Debbie Sue's concern for her and Edwina's safety loomed in her mind, but unwilling to admit going to a wife-killer's house might be a mistake, she planted a fist on her hip in her own show of defiance. Why shouldn't we go to his house? We couldn't stand out there in the parking lot all day. But you don't like him. You don't want to do this. Debbie Sue raised a palm in protest. Whoa, I never said I didn't like him. That last remark you made to him wasn't exactly an invitation for a good time. Hun, you're easier to read than a newspaper. You do not like him and you don't trust him. Damn it, Ed, I don't know how I feel about him. Debbie Sue gave a deep sigh. In the short time we spent talking to him, I went from disbelief to pity to suspicion and back to disbelief. I must be near my period. I just went through every emotion known to womankind. Not all of them. Edwina picked up a package of her favorite gum, Orbit Bubble Mint, from her workstation, unwrapped a piece, and popped it into her mouth. She plopped into her styling chair. I can think of at least seven more. Whatever. So tell me, poker face, what did you think of him? And about taking him on as a client? Chewing, Edwina said, A client's a client. That's right. Since when do we have to like everyone we'll say we'll work for? We wouldn't do much business if we took that attitude. But I have to admit... The whole conversation was a little bizarre. Edwina lifted her foot, appearing to study the beaded hearts that adorned her platform shoe. You got that right. Everything he said just flat-ass weirded me out. You know what his story brings out of me? What? Curiosity. I mean, damn, Ed. Here we've got this cool-looking guy who's heartbroken over his dead wife. A wife, he says, he killed. What's not to love about that? You left out the part about somebody trying to drive him crazy. 
Yes, and someone's trying to make him think he's bonkers. If that's not the makings of a good time for the domestic equalizers, I don't know what is. So you don't buy into that ghost of the dead wife BS? Nah, there's got to be a logical explanation. I don't believe in ghosts, but if anyone ever would be a believer, you would, Edwina Perkins Martin. Edwina cocked her head, still studying her shoe. Well, I knew it, Debbie Sue gleefully clapped her hands. Edwina got to her feet and propped both hands on her skinny hips. Just don't get too smug, Miss Priss. I've seen and heard a thing or two, things that would make anybody think twice about the supernatural stuff, even a hardhead like you.